Hi, I'm Victor. And I'm Allegra. And we want to welcome you to Simply Investing. We're two mates in our 20s who have learned a thing or two in our young careers. Definitely from making lots of mistakes. And our mission is to simplify investing and give you the knowledge and confidence to kickstart your investment journey. Before we start, a quick reminder that nothing we say is financial advice. Rather, for educational purposes only. We are not financial advisors and everybody should invest according to their own circumstances. So welcome back, everyone. Um, yeah, so this episode, we want to talk about cryptocurrency staking. Yep. Um, we put up a bit of a poll on our Instagram. A lot of you have said that you want to learn more about crypto. We've touched on the basics. So hopefully everyone listening today is interested in starting to stake crypto. Yeah, hopefully our viewers would have listened to our two episodes on the basics of cryptocurrency and also just the basics of investing. Um, but now we want to talk about cryptocurrency staking because I actually firmly believe that cryptocurrency staking or just staking in general is a really, really powerful tool for investors to use to help mitigate downside risk and also increase your gains. And um, we'll talk a little bit more about that later on. But first, um, off the chopping block, what is crypto staking? And um, in a very, very simple way, and here at Simply Investing, we keep things simple. So oh <laughs> staking is a way of earning rewards for holding certain cryptos. Simple answer, right? And in terms of the blockchain space, there's really two consensus mechanisms. So there's two main ways that you mint new blocks on the blockchain and you validate um, transactions. The first is a proof of work. Now that involves computers solving algorithms, paid out in rewards, um, and hence there's all that controversy about computing power, electricity consumption um, of something like a Bitcoin, which is the first uh, cryptocurrency, the first blockchain, it's a legacy system, and a lot of your older coins and your older legacy systems are based on that proof of work space. So it was kind of like the first kind of tech around how you would work a blockchain, right? So every time you put a new block, you've got these people, not people, you've got these computers solving these algorithms and whoever solves it gets paid out in reward and then, you know, kind of the block is minted in that way. But something that's more of a newer tech um, is the proof of stake mechanism. And obviously in its name, the proof of stake, um, this is how you can start staking your cryptocurrencies. So instead of using computers to solve algorithms to mint new blocks or to secure the blockchain, in this situation, in the proof of stake situation, Basically, you have your validators um, selected based on their proportionate holdings of the native currency. Um, and then you can also form staking pools like i.e., um, you know, Cardano, um, a lot of staking pools exist. But basically, the more tokens you have, the more you can pledge and stake to help secure the, the blockchain. Um, that's kind of the extent of my knowledge in terms of how staking works but it's basically a different way of securing the blockchain. Um, you have your proof of work, um, which is your kind of version one um, tech, and then you have your version two, I think in a way, which is your proof of stake. Um, so that's what that is. And staking is the act of using that proof of stake mechanism to pledge some of your tokens or coins to the blockchain to help secure it. Um, and the reason why I say it's such a powerful concept at all is because you can earn rewards for holding certain cryptocurrencies. What that means is if you buy, you know, let's say a Cardano and you stake it at a 5% uh, 
you know, APY, 5% annual, just say 5% interest. It's basically like keeping your money in a bank um, Mm. and gaining interest on it. So. Yeah. And I mean, I guess what's one way of looking at it? It's like a cryptocurrency dividend kind of. In a way, or like a bank account, you know, it's like, I've got a thousand dollars. I'm going to buy this token, then stake it. It's the same as kind of, I've got a thousand dollars. I'm going to put into a bank account. And there's different versions of staking. I know that you can obviously stake Cardano and you get Cardano back, but aren't there all these new things where it's like you can stake Cardano and instead you'll get, say, like a polka dot back? And is that where it gets risky? Yeah. I I mean, I don't know if you can do that kind of thing. Maybe um, I'm sure, look, it's the wild, wild west crypto. I'm I'm sure you could. But let's, yeah, we'll keep it simple. I'm sure (laughs) there's something out there that can do that. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's basically how I think of staking and how I think really in terms of the spirit of keeping it simple. Sorry, that's what it is. And how you can stake cryptos is very simply on most exchanges. Right. So a Binance, for example, you Mm -hmm. can stake a lot of the cryptocurrencies um, in the market. And the only thing with Binance is I think they have a lock-in period. We'll talk more about this, which means you have to pledge your cryptocurrencies to be locked up for 30, 90, 180 days, and you'll get a return based on how long you lock it up. Okay. Um, obviously you can already think of a risk there where if you pledge it for half a year and the price absolutely tanks when you get your money back or, or your coin. but i mean that's inevitable know. i mean even if you held the coin for the six month period you'd still experience that loss yeah um, absolutely and i guess when it comes to how do you stake cryptocurrency a massive thing to look at i think before buying crypto um is you know obviously there's so many different crypto platforms and we do a really good yes. comparison that includes staking opportunity on our instagram page but certain platforms or certain exchanges will let you stake certain coins and then yeah. obviously you know a platform like a binance has a lot better staking opportunities than say i don't know crypto.com yeah so i mean if staking something that it's important to you i think look into what coins you can stake on what platforms yeah absolutely um and that should you know be taken into consideration when deciding to use a platform because it is expensive to send crypto between wallets depends on the crypto if it's on the ethereum blockchain yeah the gas fees are insane yeah um but you're absolutely right different exchanges if you want to do it that way through a centralized exchange different exchanges like service different cryptocurrencies right and not all cryptocurrencies can be staked actually very few can actually be staked like Mm. Literally, I think CoinSpot off the top of my head offers like 23 different coins that you can stake out of the total crypto universe of 10,000 plus coins. Mm. Like, you know, it's crazy, but definitely most centralized exchanges will allow for you to stake most cryptocurrencies. And, you know, your exchanges like Coinbase, Binance, you know, CoinSpot, SwiftX, like you mentioned, do that comparison. You you can easily um, work um, on the exchange and, and stake your cryptos that way. Alternatively, with a Cardano, for example, you can join a stake pool. That's a bit more difficult to do. You need to move your Cardano to a NAMI wallet or a Daedalus wallet or MetaMask wallet. You just basically move it around. Then you pledge it to a stake pool that some individual may run or some company may run. So basically, if you're doing it through a centralized exchange, that exchange is doing all that in the back end for you. But mm-hmm. if you wanted to, you know, like I mentioned, there's only like 20 coins that they service. But if you want to stake a different coin, and this is where it moves into the gray area of liquidity providing and yield farming. You need to do all these things where you move it into wallets and you move it into DeFi. Um, and then you can, you know, you farm yield that way. Um, but like I mentioned, something like a Cardano, you can join a stake pool. And that's actually been very popular. So you've got these YouTubers, Discord bros, 
um, you know, kind of all these different cryptocurrency gurus. They run these stake pools where you can pledge your Cardano with them. I think you get a bit higher of a reward because um, like I mentioned with proof of stake, it's the validators are selected based on their proportionate holding. So if you can really create a huge pool, you'll get a bigger reward mm. and you'll mint more blocks in some ways. But that's another way to do it. And, you know, I briefly touched on this earlier, but don't really want to go down this rabbit hole. But with liquidity providing yield farming, you can, you know, play around with DeFi and stake that way. Yeah, um, right. Through moving it to like a uni swap and, and other swap platforms and other DEXs. And then you can provide some liquidity. And that's where real money is made in a way. Like you'll make some rewards are like 400% a year. It's, it's insane um, in terms of, yeah, how that works. But I don't really play around with that. That's a little bit too much risk. Oh, it's just... I'm just not smart enough to do it, to yeah, be honest okay. with you. Uh, you know, so that's kind of, I would recommend how you would do it is just go through a centralized exchange. Be wary that some will require a lockup period, like we mentioned with Binance. And then once you um, do that, it's quite simple. You just press a few buttons and, and you're done. So now that we've explained what cryptocurrency staking is and how you can stake cryptocurrencies, let's talk a little bit more about um, the risks and the benefits. Now, I think staking as a whole is a net benefit. I do it on a lot of my coins and a lot of my holdings. And I've actually bought cryptocurrencies just to stake them to get the passive reward. Right. Now, I don't recommend doing that, but... I've done, yeah, <laughs> I've done it, but don't do it. Um, but, you know, so let's maybe start with, you know, the downside because the weather's been pretty drab anyway. Let's just go with the risks and start with the main one, which is like, please remember that all your staking rewards are paid out in native tokens. Um, in finance, I guess we have this thing called like rubbish in, rubbish out. So if you're, you know, staking a coin, you're getting paid out in that coin. But if that coin's rubbish in the first place. Yeah. So like, yeah, getting rubbish. Yeah, so basically, you know, if you buy, I don't know, some like a raccoon coin, raccoon coin. You know, if raccoon coin is worth is worthless, even if you're getting a high staking percentage, you're getting paid out in worthless. You're not getting coins. paid out in dollars, no. no. So you're, exactly. And hypothetically, if you're getting paid out, let's say in raccoon coins, and then raccoon coin tanks it, yeah, well, then you're not really reaping any reward. No, you so mean, I guess yeah. that's why you would stake, you know, more valuable coins. I think you would stake more the like not big stable dogs, coins. but the, the yeah. yeah stable coins, um, uh, more of the large cap coins, something that's like quite proven. Mm. And but the thing is, but with, that's what I was talking about with the whole you can stake one coin, you get another back. So I've seen on some platforms your staking or your yield percentage is a lot higher, but the catch is, you stake your Cardano, mm. and when you're paid out, you're paid out and say polka dot. So you could win and you could stake your Cardano at whatever it is and you get, you know, 10% return, but you've got to make sure that when your staking period ends, you pray that Polkadot's gone up. Yeah, exactly. Or whatever token you get back, right? And I think that's more like in terms of the liquidity providing part and space. Yeah, it's really risky because you just, like as well, the market moves so quickly, right? Right. Like if you stake your cryptocurrency and it literally tanks by 80 90 percent and that's not uncommon in the crypto space for a lot of altcoins um being not bitcoin not mm. ethereum then you can really just get blasted um so that's the biggest risk and i think that's something that you should all remember just like when you put your 
money into a bank account, you get paid out interest in the dollars. Well, you, you, same thing here. If you put your Cardano into a, a staking pool or you stake your Cardano, you get paid out in Cardano. And obviously the price of Cardano has tanked in the last couple of months. Um, so do you really win? So it's kind of something mm. you need to think about. And the second one is we talked about this a little earlier. So certain exchanges require a lockup period for staking certain cryptos. This could be 30, 90, 180, 365, you know, days, depending on the particular um, exchange. Obviously, we're doing a post soon about ETH2 um, as the upgrade. And so, you know, with that, you've pledged your Ethereum, but you're locked until the upgrade comes live. So yeah. some people have pledged their Ethereum for over a year. Right. And they haven't touched it. So it really is dependent on your time horizon. If you're someone who doesn't stomach volatility well and you don't, you know, feel good when your crypto drops 40, 50%, which it has, then, you know, perhaps locking it up might not be the best thing because you want better sell if you, you know, uh, or maybe a good thing. Yeah, that's, yeah, the, maybe like, a, that's a good know, thing. It's in like, I can't can touch lock, it for 90 yeah. days, so it's locked up and I've just got to leave it now. So I guess it it's, depends yeah, what way the, you look at it. It really depends what way you look at it, but that's um, kind of, you know, I've put it as a risk because, it's locked. It's not in your control. You can't touch it. But it could be, a, you know, a pro if you're emotional. You can lock up your cryptocurrency uh, and then just come back, you know, a year from now. So that's the second one. The third one is counterparty risk. So in the cryptocurrency space, you know, the wild, wild west. So who are you staking your cryptocurrencies with? That's why, you know, um, kind of what wallet are you using? Are you using Wyon Finance, Binance, Coinbase, NAMI Wallet, Daedalus, MetaMask? You know, what protocol are you using? Um, how secure uh, are these protocols? Mm. How much do you trust a Binance? Um, obviously, you would probably rate Binance pretty highly because they're one of the biggest, if not the biggest, cryptocurrency exchange. But what if you're doing it through a smaller exchange or you're doing it through DeFi in a wallet? That's where it becomes a bit more like, you know. Dodgy. Yeah, it's a bit questionable. What is the security? But I guess you kind of have there? to consider that when you buy a crypto. I mean, what platform are you using to buy a cryptocurrency? Are you using, Absolutely. you know, like a more reputable coin spot or, a, you know, Binance or are you using something that's less secure and you, can't, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. At the end of the day, the risk is from the non-custodianship of staked cryptocurrencies, meaning that once you stake the cryptocurrency, it's kind of not yours. You mm. don't hold it. it right. You, you, you've pledged it. So you and kind of need the guarantee that at you, the end of the pledge period, but there you're going to no, get it back. There is there no is guarantee, guarantee, you right. know? Like, the thing is the government, I'm pretty sure, at least here, secures a portion of your bank account, right? right? So if, not that ComBank ever will go bust, but if ComBank goes bust, I think the government secures a portion of that account so you know you're going to get your money back. Right, okay. Right? But then with something like crypto or even shares, right? Like you just don't know. Um, and there have been, you know, hacks of like the Mt. Gox hacks was in 2017 where people stole a whole bunch of Bitcoin. Like exchanges have been hacked before and there have been big hacks. So it's more like, well, you know, um, I think you were reading an article the other day. It's like this couple in from Queensland lost all their life savings because their cryptocurrencies got hacked or something. This was a while ago. Wasn't there that, like a, remember, a platform recently, I thought, that everyone platform. invested on and then the platform shut down and everyone lost their crypto? Yeah, exactly. It's pretty dodgy, but yeah. Happens. 100%. I mean, if you're staking with that platform, don't even worry about it. Your money's gone. Mm. Or even if you held your cryptos on that platform, right? you know, it's gone. So that's definitely... A risk if not the biggest risk or the second biggest risk um, but yeah so that's a definitely another one counterparty 
Um, but let's turn uh, to some of the benefits, and I think there are plentiful here. So the first one is um, it's another way uh, of generating passive income. It's another passive income strategy. You earn rewards with literally no effort. So some currencies also have lucrative yields. So most are around the 5 to 25%, but there's this coin called Axie Infinity, which I explained to you a bit earlier. It's like Tamagotchis in the 2020s where, yeah, you like have these NFT little furry creatures that battle each <laughs> other and you mine currency in the game. That bloody thing gives you 80% yield. So I've actually bought that token just to stake it because I saw that number and I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, this is, yeah, unheard of. You know, and as well, the price has gone up recently. So I'm just absolutely stoked. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's like, I guess, you know, there is that 80% and you can do that through an exchange. So I thought that was a great opportunity. I guess for even more lucrative yields, you can use DeFi and you can yield farm or liquidity provide. That obviously has its own risks because you've got to move it to all these different places and wallets and stuff. But DeFi is where you can farm like 500% yields and things wow. like that. Like, no, seriously. Obviously, you get paid out in the token. Some of these tokens are very small. Worthless, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like... So I guess with every benefit, there's a risk. It's, yeah, it's yeah. always two sides to the same coin, right? So that's, I guess, a benefit. It's another passive income strategy in that way. Now, I'm not saying you should go and buy, you know, tokens just to stake them or, or do what I do at all. Please, I'm not a financial advisor, but that is a, definitely a benefit. The second one is, you know, with the reward, you get paid out in the native token. Like we've talked very negatively about Cardano's price action in the last couple of months. But if you stake a particular cryptocurrency, you're getting paid out in the native cryptocurrency. But if that price goes up over time, do you You've get what I mean? More, it, yeah. it compounds even more. So right. it's one of them ones where you mitigate the downside. So the price falls instead of doing nothing, you help mitigate it a little bit, but you make additional profits if your token goes up. Right. It goes both ways. So I think that's a benefit. And the last one is um, staking compounds, just like compounding interest. So we obviously in the finance space, in the personal finance space, in the investing space, we talk a lot about compounding interest, the eighth wonder of the world. Well, staking is just the same thing. You know, you get paid out rewards daily, which is probably different to a bank account. Oh, is it account. daily? Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. So every time you get paid out every single day, that then compounds and compounds and compounds. Yeah. And, and, and that's been, that's actually been, yeah, it's, it's crazy. And it's then really at the good. end of that, you know, pledge period, say 30 days, you can then sell your coin if you wanted to. Absolutely. You just got to wait for that period. What happens if you don't wait? I think there might be a break. Uh, cost or cost something. Okay, or, cool. or the, or, yeah. Or I'm not quite Makes sure. Sense. I've never, I've none of my staked cryptocurrencies have a locking period um but yeah so that's i'm not quite sure but as i mentioned with compounding interest we all know what compounding interest does you get the compounding effect etc and so you definitely um you know get that as another benefit So we've touched on some of the risks and benefits. And I guess, you know, the next big question um, that people are probably asking is, you know, should I take into consideration or is something to take into consideration when buying crypto, whether or not you can stake a coin? Yeah, I think like a lot of share investors, for example, favor dividends, right? Because it's like a passive income stream, um, you know, or if you're investing in property, you do want to hope for rental income. Staking is more or less similar in that we mentioned earlier it's a passive income investment vehicle so 
By staking, you get paid out in the native currency, which is in essence is passive income. Um, so I will say yes, but with a caveat, you can't just be farming garbage coins. So obviously with yield farming, liquidity providing, DEXs, DeFi, and you get the opportunity to make like, you know, hundreds of percents in returns. But like we mentioned, you get paid out in those native currencies and you don't want to farm that if the currency just sucks or the project just sucks. So it depends on your investment goals, right? right. You know, really it does. Um, you know, earning rewards, if you're a long-term investor and you're going to hold anyway, like you mentioned with the lockup period and you don't really care too much about market fluctuations, you're not shook when the price goes up 200% and then down 50%, you know, and, and you're not really planning to sell, for example, and you're a long-term hodler, hold on for dear life, um, then it's not a bad thing to do to help mitigate downside risk and also amplify profits when it goes up. So, you know, when your portfolio is down 50% and you've held your coin for a year earning 12%, you mitigate some of that. Can't do the math in my head, but yeah, you, you've lost less than 50%, right, in that in that respect. So it's a good thing um, as well for a lot of the large cap top 10s, um, you know, so a lot of those coins like a Cardano, um, like a Flow blockchain, like a, you know, Terra Luna, they allow staking and they're big projects. They're not your small garbage coins. They're, they're great projects, actually. Um, you know, especially as well, like we mentioned, with doing a person Instagram with ETH 2.0 coming out. I think that's a huge game changer because yeah. Ethereum's the second largest cryptocurrency. You and know? then you'll be able to stake that, yeah. Makes Once sense. you're able to stake your Ethereum for like a 10% return, man, like that's Everyone an absolute game changer. Like that's going to be something that, you know, will drive ETH to new heights and it's already started. Um, so, you know, a lot of people only hold ETH and Bitcoin, you know. So ETH is the second largest. It's proven. It's like the computer of the internet. It's decentralized, all the good stuff. So once staking comes to ethereum then you know wow um i would say um, words of wisdom yeah you know words of wisdom always look at the underlying project first um and if you can stake it a bonus for sure but you've got to know what the underlying project is um like i mentioned some coins will give a ridiculous yield like for myself i stake on a centralized exchange axi infinity um you know questionable like to be honest like i don't know if it's a great project it's a decent project it's a gaming project it makes you think about you know what you know little little fuzzy creatures to fight each other and stuff like that like is it a great project probably not and but will sure i there's a hold... market for it yeah. yeah like will i hold this for 10 15 years i don't know i don't think so right but the yields are fantastic um Something like, for example, uh, Cardano, I think is a great project. It's another solid, decentralized, great blockchain. Um, you know, you want to look at the project first, and then if you can stake it, then a bonus. Like ETH as well. Like, that's what I mean when ETH 2.0 comes. going to be an absolute game changer. Um, but something like an Axie, like I mentioned, I wouldn't, and I haven't put too much money into it. You guys do what you want, right? This is not financial advice, but it really just depends on your own investment goals. But um, to answer the question, should staking be, you know, a consideration when you buy cryptos, you should think of it the same or similar way to your thinking about dividends when you're investing in shares. Some people care about dividends highly, some people not so much. So I guess that's kind of the middle ground. And to finish us off, um, do we stake? How do we approach staking? So I currently stake all the coins that I can stake. 
I'm really excited for ETH to come because I can start staking my Ethereum and it's one of my largest holdings, um, if not the largest. Um, so that's something that I can't wait for. Um, you know, and I always make sure personally that there's no lockup period. Um, to me, the crypto game is too volatile. Yeah, it's very, very volatile. Um, I can make 200, 300% in a matter of months. And if I'm locked during that time um, and I'm not able to take profits, That's then I don't want to ride the wave down a 50, 50% correction. Yeah. Um, so I want to be able to do that. So that's a personal choice and that's right. a personal thing I look for. Now, not all exchanges will allow that. Some do require lockup periods, but for me, that's not it. So I don't, I don't do that. Um, you know, luckily the exchanges I use uh, don't have lock-ins. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, the only coin that I've bought to stake is Axie, which is a gaming token. And that's only really a small portion of my portfolio. Right. So I'm not really kind of investing in cryptos to, to stake, to stake, right? Yeah. And I think proof of stake is a superior mechanism to proof of work. But for me, it's all about the underlying project first and foremost. In Before my main... you even consider staking, right? Yeah. And I guess that's like me. I mean, I've made it clear my only holdings are really Ethereum and Bitcoin and neither of those are stakeable. So yeah. um, until F2.0 launches, I don't buy crypto to stake it. Yeah, you just hold. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's like you're probably the representation of a more risk adverse investor crypto holder yeah. yeah like if that can even be a thing but you're really only investing in two biggest major well kind of documented use cases you know everyone talks about bitcoin the biggest ones out there right and you know ethereum's the second largest one by a mile the third largest yeah. one is, is it's like five six ten seven times bigger you know ethereum is and then bitcoin's double ethereum so you're really only playing with huge market caps you're not really messing about with you know, a small, small market you know, that, yeah. where you can yield farm and all that kind of stuff. I leave that to my share portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> no, like if you, that's what I mean. So I think for a lot of mainstream investors, like don't, the cryptocurrency staking is fantastic and it's an extra way to earn rewards, but it's all about your own portfolio. What other asset classes are you investing yeah. in? Are you getting passive income any other ways? Because I think passive income is actually a really important facet of investing. But yeah, look, it's a long-winded way of us saying it's up to you. Um, but at the same time, hopefully we've presented a good overview of what staking is in the crypto space. It's very simple to do. And in my humble opinion, if you're invested in a crypto, it doesn't hurt to press a few buttons to stake it. As if long you as you have it as an option, yeah. Yeah, if it's an option for you and as long as there's no lock-in period, what's the harm? Yeah, right? I agree. Otherwise, you're just leaving it on the exchange. If the exchange goes down, you're lost anyway. You're staking it or not staking it, um, unless you move it off to cold storage and you kind of want to hold it longer. But it's a different story. So I think there's no real harm in terms of staking. And like we mentioned, some of the rewards can be quite lucrative and immense. Um, just don't fall in love with staking and liquidity providing, yield farming and just garbage. Focus on the bigger picture, not just yeah, staking. Because some people can really fall down that rabbit hole of, Oh, it offers a 600% return. Yeah, it's more than that. Like there's thousands of percents returns. And obviously the returns are never in dollars. It's always in that new coin. So you've got to really be careful. That I would say is highly speculative and risky. They don't touch and do any of that stuff. But um, yeah, there's a really easy and safe way to play with staking and do it quote unquote properly that, you know, I do. Um, Once again, not financial advice, but that's kind of how I look at staking cryptos.